This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I wanted to touch on the situation uh, we we had our inauguration coverage yesterday wasn't able to really address uh, what i thought was um, what was playing out at the end of the saints game versus the falcons on sunday we've had a lot of players uh, make a lot of comments about what went on and and some of it is really mystifying to me as to how um, they're missing the point uh, and, you know, we got all wrapped up as to whether or not the players uh, were showing a lack of respect for Dennis Allen. I don't believe that that was necessarily the case. I think it's actually worse. I think they showed a total lack of respect for themselves individually and to each other. When you think about this creation of this victory formation, what is the purpose of it? The purpose is about the safety of the player, Right. You're giving the opposing team an indication of what is going to come. Why? For the safety of the player. Everybody knows that. It's all about them. That was the whole reason of respecting the victory formation, knowing that you were going to kneel down, take a knee. Uh, and, you know, this was a sportsman protocol to protect one another. So the reality is, is that, they didn't disrespect Dennis Allen. They disrespected themselves. So where do we go with, from here? Is this a signal of what is to come? What's next? You know, of this respect to the value of, of what they do, the danger and a sign of professionalism. I mean, that that's really what this protocol is all about, right? But the players on the Saints team, They've cheapened and diminished the value of this sportsmanlike gesture or protocol, quite frankly. They've diminished themselves. They've minimized themselves. They've actually made fools of themselves, especially in the defense of what they've, what they've done. So what's next? Putting your hand out to help an opposing team member up off the ground and then releasing their hand halfway up? Where do we go from here? It seems to me that this whole notion of respect um, is, again, being completely and totally bastardized. I mean, how obvious is this? If you were to apply this same thing to corporate America, right, is there any doubt that this is a business? Yes, it's a competition. Yes, it's entertainment. But it's a business. And if those 
in middle management or front line decided that they needed to make a fellow employee look good and do things contrary to management each and every day, how does that company survive? How does it succeed? What is the structure? Sounds a little bit like anarchy, right? Is the Saints organization a democracy? Did they make this transition at some point in time where these players get to decide what the strategy is going to be, what the playbook is going to look like, the order of the plays that are out there? Uh, Are they providing a list of team members that they want to help before every game to the coach so that the coach at least has some awareness of uh, who the preferred player is of the day and that there may be a risk uh, that they may do something contrary to what the game plan is in order to help perpetuate or further or maybe achieve an incentive goal that has monetary gain for that individual out there on the field to play. When you listen to what these players are saying in defense of not only Jamal Williams, but Jameis Winston, the idiocracy of their approach to this is absolutely incredible. No wonder there's a level of frustration with the NFL as a whole. It's absolutely ludicrous that we would defend this type of action, violate a safety protocol for one another for the benefit of one player, Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is just as much to blame as anybody because he was willing to receive it. That is not a testament of professionalism. You are not the center of any universe. Not a single one of those 11 players on that field are the, are the center of any universe. And if they were to be in any other business organization with the manner in which they conducted themselves on that play and the manner in which they defend themselves on that play, in corporate America, you know where they would be? In the unemployment line. But these are privileged individuals. And they believe that they can run counter to just basic business principles of how an organization is run. They believe that they're entitled to do what they want, when they want, how they want. One of the most surprising um, comments uh, was by Derek Carr, (laughs) who said that, Coaches don't really have control over what we do out there. <laughs> I mean, that is who that we're putting our future in the hands of that individual with that mentality. I know everybody wants to be everybody's buddy in the locker room. Everybody's all afraid. Oh, we're going to lose the ro- locker room. You know what? I don't know if we lose the locker room or not, but there's one thing we ought to lose are some players. Because they have a demented view and perspective of how a business operates. They'll never make it out there. There's no way they can carry that attitude out into corporate America and make it. No way, no how. They're privileged. And we 
are fools because we help perpetuate this feeling. I've heard a number of people calling in talking about, well, it was the dirty birds, you know, because it was the dirty birds, ban, you know, everything, all the protocols are out the window. So you know why I know this is the case as it relates to this issue of the victory formation? How many times have you seen fights break out in the aftermath of a victory formation when they think somebody took a cheap shot? How many times? Like almost every week. Almost every week. It obviously means something to them. Then why are they fighting about somebody being a little bit too aggressive when the ball snap while one team's in the victory formation? Did not hear not a single player, not a one, bring that point up then what are you fighting about? Are you fighting just for the sake of fighting? No. You're fighting for the very reasons that I just outlined. Because you take a relaxed posture because it is emblematic of a sportsmanlike protocol and gesture that if you're not willing to honor it, you've cheapened it. And you're not worthy of the utilization of the victory formation. So next year, when a Falcons defensive player comes flying over the line of scrimmage and Pelays, who's ever fortunate enough to be receiving the snap and the privilege of not only playing before the fans of the city of New Orleans, but the privilege of playing for Dennis Allen, the privilege of of playing for Mrs. Benson, the privilege of playing for the Saints. Let us not go all hog wild crazy when that individual gets hurt. The old adage of what goes around comes around. You cheapen yourself, you cheapen the protocol, you cheapen being sportsmanlike. You cheapen respect for one another. You suffer the consequences. I would love to hear from you. 504-260-1870 on the Oakwood Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. Stay with us. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 